It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said done. Greetings, Oops Heads. Welcome to Locked On Warriors, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It's Tuesday, March 27th. I'm your host, Aliko Carter. Apologies for missing yesterday's show. There have been random power outages in my neighborhood over the last few weeks. One of them happened right in the middle of when I was recording. It was absolutely fantastic. My car also got towed this weekend uh was about four inches into this guy's driveway and he decided that was a crime worth uh, about seven hundred dollars that's how much it costs to get your car <laughs> out of the tow plus the ticket of course the ticket is pretty hefty and you know uh, i was in the wrong Bet your ass I'll never let that happen again, though. My sweet lord. And um, my friends actually had a, a, a curse-out session with this guy. Uh, I knocked on his door because, you know, when we got back to the space of the car, it wasn't there. It was gone. Well, I'm like, where's my car? So I knocked on his door, and uh, it's this, this older gentleman. Um, and I asked him if he knew what happened to my car, and he said, yeah. I got it towed, and uh, I immediately then knew that I needed to ask one question and then leave, and that question was, how do I get it back, and he gave me the number to call, um, and he was super smug about it. He said, it should cost about $600. Well, as a matter of fact, it cost $595, and then on top of that, a $110 ticket, so, uh, but he's done this before. He said he couldn't fit his truck into the driveway. You know, I mean, I could have fit his truck into the driveway. But, you know, I'm pretty keen on on my driving skills. So, lesson learned. 
But yeah, it's been a rough past couple of days, so thanks for bearing with me. It's been a rough past couple of days for all Warrior fans, definitely with Stephen Curry getting fallen on by JaVale McGee injuring his MCL grade 2 sprain three to six weeks. Not fun. Not fun for anyone involved. And um, he's he's bullish on his on his uh, you know his healing ability his ability to come back so hopefully he'll prove Steve Kerr wrong playing the first round but you know maybe hopefully he won't hopefully the Warriors won't need him I was talking with Miles Johnson my roommate frequent guest on this show about what the Warriors will need to get past each round and I think the first round you know the Warriors definitely need one superstar. In the second round, they just need one superstar. That's Kevin Durant or Stephen Curry. And then two of their other peripheral stars who hopefully will be healthy. We don't know when Klay Thompson is going to come back. Uh, I think he's said to be reevaluated very soon. So we'll see what the deal is there. But, I mean, that's a fracture in his shooting hand. He's got to be able to have frequent motion coming out of that hand. And that is... Uh, you know, it's difficult as a basketball player to play with a broken hand. Kobe Bryant did it with a finger. He learned how to shoot off of a different finger. Um, instead of his middle finger, he, uh, instead of his index finger, he started shooting off of his middle finger because his index finger had damaged cartilage. Uh, and he has arthritis in that finger because he didn't get a surgery, actually. He decided to keep playing, so he'll have arthritis in that finger forever. That's uh, the commitment to the game right there. And hopefully, Clay Thompson just recovers fully. We're going to talk everything Warriors in the first segment. In the second segment, we're going to continue talking everything Warriors. And in the third segment... We're going to keep talking everything Warriors because I'm just feeling jazzed right now about everything that's happening. I know it's a tough time for Warriors fans, but I think we just have to dig deep. Remember the times when it was really, really lean and how this roster right now, as it stands, who's healthy, who's not on the IR, is still better than the teams from before Stephen Curry was drafted. Well, around the time Stephen Curry was drafted. Because 07 made the playoffs, 08, 48 wins. 09, 10, and 11 were very bad. Stephen Curry was playing. Monte Ellis was playing. Monte, a fringe star. Stephen Curry, a eager young player. And not much around them. And then there was, you know, the lean times before 07. You know, 05, Baron Davis comes to the team. Before that, you're talking about Antoine Jameson, Jason Richardson, Troy Murphy, Mike Dunleavy Jr. You know. So let's look at this roster. This roster is pretty exciting. Even without the four injured All-Stars. Recently came in Draymond Green, doubtful for tonight. Very sad news. So no All-Stars tonight. Quinn Cook, left knee contusion probable. Poor Chris Boucher. Boucher, excuse me, Chris Boucher. 
doubtful. Omri cast me doubtful. And then, of course, the Holy Triumvirate that scores 75, 74 points a game. Gone. It's okay. We still got some guys. Quinn Cook can put the ball in the basket. Patrick McCaw is primed for a breakout. You've got veterans like Andre, Sean Livingston, David West. Nick Young qualifies as a veteran, certainly. Can also put the ball in the basket. You know, I've been a little hard on Nick Young, but he's been more good than bad this year, you know? Um, And it's hard to play defense. It's hard to play defense the way the Warriors play defense. You know, we're giving them time. And he's scoring in that time. So, uh, it's a fun team. It's not a team that would be able to compete in this really, really rugged Western Conference without at least one or two of those all-star guys. But Looney, Bell, found money. Damian Jones, hopefully, found money. Quinn Cook, definitely found money. You know, look. Like, these guys are fun to watch. I'm enjoying watching these games, watching the basketball. The key here is they have to take very good care of the basketball because they're going to go through droughts. They're going to go through scoring droughts. When you go through scoring droughts or when you can't put the ball in the basket, you got to play excellent defense and you got to take care of the ball. You just absolutely have to take care of the ball. The Warriors did a good job of taking care of the ball against the Jazz on Sunday. And, uh, you know, they only turned the ball over 11 times. It's it's pretty solid, but then they only shot 42% for the game, 38 of 91. 91 shots is more than the Warriors usually get up, actually. 91 shots is a lot. Because they usually turn the ball over more, and they're usually down in the 80s, sometimes in the 70s. Uh, but the pace is so fast that they're definitely still getting up getting up a ton of shots. And so the pace is slower without Stephen Curry, Draymond Green, Clay Thompson, Kevin Durant. Uh, and they still were able to get up 91 shots. It's pretty awesome. Four more shots than the visiting Jazz, but the Jazz just demolished this team uh, for the most part. And, uh, you know, first quarter box score looked pretty good. Honestly, the Warriors were up. Second quarter really saw the Warriors kind of falter a little bit. And uh, scored 25 points but allowed 35. 35. That's a lot. You know, and then in the third quarter, of course, there was just that explosion, Warriors esque explosion, in the third quarter against the Jazz. Uh, you know, just Joe Ingles making threes, um, four threes, as a matter of fact, and uh, Donovan Mitchell making three of seven, two of three, for Jay Crowder. Just the Warriors. Got pounded on the boards, 25 to 9. Second chance points, 46-40 points in the paint, but second chance points means open 
three-pointers, all those guys I just named, how many of those were second-chance points? Open three-pointers off of offensive rebounds, guys. It, it, it's real. It's real. It's a real thing. And, uh, you know, you got to look at the rebounding numbers. JaVale McGee, nine rebounds, but nobody else anywhere in that vicinity. Kevon Looney with five in 24 minutes. Took only six shots to JaVale's 12. I would like that number to be reversed, honestly. I want Kevon Looney taking more shots. And, you know, JaVale just, like, taking shots in the flow of the offense. 12 shots is, is a lot. You know, I'd I'd prefer to see him a little bit lower, considering also he only played 18 minutes in this game. Quinn Cook, 7 to 15, 46%, 1 of 2 from 3. Really didn't take a lot of 3-pointers. Nick Young, 1 of 6 from 3, 3 of 14 from the field. Want more from Nick Young. We definitely do. We want more from him. Appreciate that he's shooting the ball, but uh, we tolerate these kinds of droughts from guys like Clay Thompson, not... Nick Young. Nick Young needs to not be a volume scorer. Really. We only had one player uh, in the high double figures. That was Quinn Cook. And then Andre Godala chipped in with 12. But there just wasn't enough offense in this game. So I definitely want Kevon to be taking shots. I want Nick Young to be making shots. I want Patrick McCaw to be taking and making shots. Sean Livingston only shot... Five times. David West. Eight times. Four of eight. More from David West, please. More from Andre. Four of seven. Sean Livingston. How does Andre, Sean Livingston, and David West, how do they all shoot fewer shots than JaVale McGee? I just... You know they're working with they're working with some interesting pieces right now in this lineup and and uh, Steve Kerr has some tweaking to do. He understands he has some tweaking to do after this very bad loss 110-91 to the Jazz. You're listening to Locked On Warriors where the commentary is caffeinated and the technical difficulties are oh so real. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4:55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. And we're back and we're going to take a look at this game against the Atlanta Hawks, a game that the Warriors won. Curry, of course, played 25 minutes, took 18 shots, 10 of 18, 3 of 8 from 3. Perfect from the line for 29 points before being in the wrong place at the wrong time. JaVale McGee falling on him and injuring his MCL. You know, that's just real unfortunate. But we know Steph has had an MCL injury before 2016, of course. He came back and you know had that great game against the blazers talked about it before but he was never the same after that that definitely contributed to the warriors difficulties in the later rounds you know against the oklahoma city thunder and of course the cleveland cavaliers who went on to win <sighs> you know it it happens i'm uh i'm really jazzed right now i'm jazzed because uh, I, I talked to some kids. I had a career day in Oakland 
um, in uh, East Oakland, Garfield Middle, uh, Garfield Elementary School. It was a really nice, you know, career day uh, experience. And I told them what I do. I told them that, uh, you know, I've talked to the Warriors. I told them that I am a person who helps good organizations get money. That is what I do. I'm a grant writer and a fund development professional, business development professional as well. And these kids are all jazzed about the Warriors too. And they're all from Oakland. And it was just so great. And one thing I was talking about with Miles afterwards was, you know, I want the Warriors to win the next two champions for Oakland so badly before they go to San Francisco. I want that. I want that legacy so badly. I want two more parades. I want I want there to be just... Uh, I don't want it to ever change. I want it to be cemented in stone. Two isn't cement. Three isn't even cement. Four? Four? Oh, man. That's real. That's real. You never forget. That's when people are like, oh, how many did he win? Oh, they won four. You remember when they won four? And then maybe they can go for more. But I would just absolutely love that uh, for the city of Oakland's losing. Uh, potentially uh, the A's who, you know, really only have Howard Terminal left. The Peralta site fell through. And they there's just so much, uh, so many players involved in the Coliseum site, and the A's don't even want to be there anyway. So Howard Terminal would be, you know, up there uh, north of of Jack London Square and closer to the Bay Bridge. Um, but you know if they can't find a solution, I mean baseball is about to start. They had a plan to open a stadium by 2022. Um, 2021, maybe. I think it was either 2021 or 2022. And that just isn't, you know, isn't going to be possible. And then, of course, the Raiders move into Las Vegas. I'd love a Super Bowl, too. But I'm definitely more invested in these potential Warriors championships. Uh, but if they don't get healthy, you know, it's just it's just going to be tough. Nick Young, 9-17 in the game against the Atlanta Hawks. And we need more of those from him. We need those games. He scored 24 points. Did a good job. Jordan Bell, 5 of 8. Patrick McCaw took more shots. You know, he was timid in that game against the Jazz, but he took 10 shots here against the uh, Atlanta Hawks, making two. But, you know, contributing in other ways, eh, okay, not really. I feel confident with Quinn Cook out there. 5 of 11 coming in behind Stephen Curry. 13 points. Efficient. One of three from three, you know, rebounds, eight rebounds, rebounding at the guard position. So important. Jordan Bell needs to rebound the ball better. Seven rebounds for him. Nine for Zaza. JaVale didn't get a lot of minutes in this game. Three rebounds for him. A lot of minutes for Andre, 28 minutes. Only took five shots in 28 minutes. It's beautiful. Six assists and no turnovers. You gotta love Andre Iguodala. Plus 25 on the night, led the team. So, I mean, like, going back to my earlier point from the first segment, this team has pieces. It's better than teams we had in the past that were bad. This isn't like that. You know, and we're just gonna have to keep up, and we're entrenched in that second spot. Everybody keeps saying it. We're not gonna get first. We're not gonna get third. Who cares, right? 
But these guys have a chance to form a synergy to where they're playing extremely confidently going into the playoffs, and Steve Kerr can go 12 deep. Just every game, just be able to rely on somebody to bring it. That's what he tries to do every playoffs, I think, is, you know, the, the playoff roster does get get whittled. The actual people who are playing, you know, nine, maybe. If they have 12 bodies who are ready, 12 bodies, just at any given point in time. You know, I just, I would love to see them play as a unit, keep the turnovers low like they've done in these Last couple of games, only seven turnovers in this game. Seven turnovers. Gotta love them. Taking care of the ball. Seven and 11 in the last two games. And this game, they had more rebounds. That's why they That's why they won. They weren't out-rebounded. They got pounded on the boards by the Utah Jazz. Can't afford to do that against the Indiana Pacers. And we're going to talk about the Indiana Pacers. You're listening to Locked On Warriors, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hey all, it's that time. It's time to talk about sponsoring the Locked On Warriors podcast. You should consider it, and you know why? Because podcasts are on the come up. Smart advertisers are coming to the Locked On Podcast Network to get their products out to the people. All you have to do to learn more is email me at alikocarter11 at gmail.com. That's A-L-I-K-O Carter 1-1 at gmail. And I will get back to you with all the details. You'll love our rates, so get at me. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. And we're back and we're talking Indiana Pacers. We're also talking Forbes.com. I'll quickly say I wrote a, a an article uh, based on an interview I did with the founders of the HBL, the uh, Historical Basketball League, who... Uh, one of whom was on my show on Thursday. And if you haven't listened listened to that interview, definitely go check it out. Uh, the Historical Basketball League is partnering with uh, HBCUs, that's historically black colleges and universities, to form a league to, play, uh, to pay college basketball players and also provide them with five-year scholarships. It's equitable. It's real. And um, it's uh, something that I think, uh, you know, can go places. Uh, so definitely take a look at that piece on Forbes.com. It's called Historical Basketball League Exposing the False Choice Between Education and Income. But now it's time to talk about the Indiana Pacers. Because the Pacers are a team the Warriors have not played. This is the final team the Warriors have not played yet this season. And we know so little about the Indiana Pacers. This is going to be fun. We know about as little about them as they know about the Warriors, considering the Big Four is out. And, you know, we've got the the B team and the C team coming in and making things happen. Very exciting. But the Indiana Pacers are an interesting team, and here's why. They take a lot of mid-range twos, and teams just aren't doing that. Um, But Nate McMillan doesn't care. 
and <laughs> and uh, they'll they'll put them up, and uh, they play defensive schemes that allow Victor Oladipo to play the passing lanes and get out in transition. And Victor Oladipo's been playing like a superstar this year. 2.3 steals a game, actually, leading the league by a healthy margin. Going along with 23.2 points, 5.3 rebounds, 4.1 assists. Played 68 games. Very healthy. Taking 18 shots a game in 34 minutes. More of a scorer than a shooter, certainly. 46.7% from the field, 36.3 from three. But leading his team and taking big shots. He's... Just clearly the most important person on the team. And, you know, I did want to get into the Pacers a little bit more, but I promise Warriors, Warriors, and more Warriors. And I want to talk about something that's near and dear to my heart, and that is the consecutive year streak of Klay Thompson and Stephen Curry being one and two in three-pointers made. And that's going to end this year. It's going to end because of injuries. It's going to end because uh, Clay's volume isn't that high and 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 it's going to end because James Harden um is on pace potentially to even break Stephen Curry's first record breaker of 272. James Harden has 249 three-pointers made and Curry isn't even second, he's fifth. And he's going to be out for the rest of the season. But he made 212, the lowest number that he's made in a season since 2012. And that was the lockout season, and if you recall also the season that he was shut down because of his ankle, got surgery, and, uh, you know, came back and was a new man. But Clay Thompson is tied for 7th in 3-pointers made with 206. And you can talk about that record, you know, making 203 pointers consecutive seasons. That's great. But the Splash Brothers got to splash more than everybody else. And I'm looking... At names like James Harden and Kimba Walker, Kyle Lowry, Paul George, Wayne Ellington, Lillard, Eric Gordon, Joe Ingles. Man, they're all right there in the top 10, along with Stephen Clay. And James Harden is far above the pack. Shooting 36.7%. It's a travesty. I want my guys out there to show the NBA what efficiency looks like. High volume efficiency. It's so beautiful. And both Steph and Clay, they're 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 the guys. They're the archetypes. So, uh, you know, I hope that next year is a little bit better, kinder uh, to both of them, their health, their games. Because uh, it's been rough for both. Definitely Stephen Curry with the injuries, sitting out a month in December, most of December. Um, and Klay Thompson, uh, lower volume this season, uh, for the most part, and then this injury to end the season. Not what he wanted when he was talking about running the table. So, uh, you know, tough for both of them, and we're hoping that 2017, uh, 2018 ends with a, a big win, despite all of that. That's about as much time as I have for today. Tune in tomorrow where I'll be recapping the game against the Indiana Pacers. We'll be doing our statistical deep dive and then going around the NBA. Stay thoughtful, Hoopsheads.
Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.